God's Word is Life-Giving Spiritual Food. David W. Palmer Matthew 4 4 TPT, He answered, The Scriptures say, Bread alone will not satisfy, but true life is found in every word that constantly goes forth from God's mouth. The very first passage Jesus quoted in the process of repelling the devil's attacking temptations is crucially important for us today. He said, Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of God's mouth, Matt. 4-4 DKJV. The Lord profoundly, intentionally, and eternally connected God's word with eating, nutrition, enjoyment, and satisfaction, and life, live by bread alone. We are now going to explore the full ramifications of this perspicacious, devil-defeating statement. When the enemy tempted Jesus to supply for himself, why was this scriptural statement the very first thing he said to combat him? Perhaps the master was reminding himself of a very important and potent revelation, God's word is spiritual food. If we make our highest priority to be filling ourselves with it, then God will supply all of our other needs. To explore what this means and how it can work for us, we go back to the Old Testament. Joshua 1 8 DKJV, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. God instructed Joshua to keep the word in his mouth and to meditate in it. This means to mutter it, or say it repeatedly to oneself, or, as we say in a colloquial sense, to chew it over, God wants us to chew on his word, like food. In another colloquialism, when confronted with an idea we are unsure of we sometimes say, I'm not ready to swallow that. We seem to know intuitively that there is a way to chew over ideas or words, and we understand that there's a way to swallow them or to spit them out. I believe that is exactly what God wants to get across to us here, He wants us to meditate, chewing over His Word until we can swallow it. Then it goes down inside us as spiritual food. This is also true in a negative sense of evil words. If we heed and swallow them, they also feed our spirits, but with harmful junk food and or poison. Proverbs 26 22 KJV, The words of a talibarer are his wounds, and they go down into the innermost parts of the belly. Jesus is God's living Word made flesh, see, John 1 1-3, Furthermore, He said in John 6 that we need to eat His flesh, so when He says to eat His flesh, He is talking about chewing and swallowing His words into our spiritual stomachs, from where they are assimilated into our whole being. John 6 51 KJV, I am the living bread which came down from heaven, if any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever, and the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Jesus is showing us here that His flesh, the Word made flesh, is food indeed. John 6 55 KJV, For my flesh is meat, food, indeed. This may sound a little macabre, but God's point is that He offers us His living Word as spiritual food. Why, you may ask, would we want to feed our spirit? We must always remember what Jesus said later in the same chapter. John 6 63 KJV, It is the Spirit that gives life, the flesh profits nothing the words that I speak to you, they are spirit, and they are life. We each need a strong, healthy spirit because this is the real us, and it is from where life and the zest for living emanate. Jesus' words are spiritual food, which impart God's life to us. They nourish and strengthen our spirit, our inner man, just as natural food strengthens our natural man. Again, why do we want a strong healthy spirit? Jesus said, the flesh profits nothing. He also said, the Spirit gives life. Therefore, 
The force of God's Zoe life comes to us in our spirit, through God's Word. Then, if we cooperate with Him, He works this life-giving essence out from our spirit, heart, to our soul and our natural body, our earth suit. Proverbs 17:22 TPT, a joyful, cheerful heart brings healing to both body and soul. But the one whose heart is crushed struggles with sickness and depression. Proverbs 18:14 KJV, the spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity, but a wounded spirit who can bear? Romans 8:11 DKJV, but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies by his spirit who dwells in you. A healthy spirit leads to a healthy body and a powerful life. The Apostle Paul understood the importance of the spirit, and of being strong spiritually. That's why he fervently prayed the following prayer for the believers in Ephesus. Ephesians 3:14-19 DKJV, For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, 15, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. 16, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by His Spirit in the inner man. 17. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love. 18. May be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth, and length, and depth, and height. 19. And to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. Today, you need a strong spirit, overflowing with life and health from consuming and assimilating God's living Word. To help with this, I encourage you to pray this prayer for yourself and others for whom God has made you responsible to cover. Father, in Jesus' name, I ask you to grant me, according to the riches of your glory, to be strengthened with might by your Spirit in my inner man. That Christ may dwell in my heart by faith, that I, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth, and length, and depth, and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge that I might be filled with all the fullness of God. Now pray a similar prayer for others, so that Father may strengthen them in their inner man too.